is going on you guys good evening good morning good afternoon wherever you are listening to this or watching live i am your host shut up danny and i am joined by two-thirds of the remaining marksmen themselves first without none introduction needed he is our reigning defending champion in trivia mr 2-0 himself thomas brewington how you doing, guys? It's your reigning, defending champion of the trivia of the marksman coming at you live and direct. How you guys doing? What's up, beautiful? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Thank you for that. I needed that today. Thank you. And I wasn't also, talking to you. Aww, I was talking to the cat. We got we to start liking this? All right, whatever. Anyway, and then also as well, we are joined by the man who is a uh, little bit up there right now, if you know what I mean. Uh he had to uh, dabble in his little bit of inner... Uh, all that space. Had to get all up there in the space and times. And he is huh. our man <laughs> who has the fire pro wrestling needs that we all need. It's your boy, C-Ham. What's up, everybody? You already know it's your boy, C-Ham. You can't spell champion without it. Pushstarmedianetwork.com. Pushstarmedianetwork.com. We in here. He didn't press the button. I was ready for it. Me too. <laughs> Messed me up. Messed me up completely. Had to either real one one Ooh. time. Ooh, zaddy. Uh, I can take that. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, we all know why we're here. It is mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble review show. The Royal Rumble was last night, and I'm already just going to go ahead and say it right now. I feel like I was fucking robbed. Four hours I mean, of my life, I did not get back. I mean, I'm, everyone should feel that way. If they If they don't feel that way, they're insane. So, I don't think I can go that far. I, I don't. Like, I have one complaint about that entire night, and it was the main event. I I can't say I was robbed of my time, but... That's what I'm here for, though, the main event. That was what I came to see, baby. Traditionally, I since I was a kid, I, I'm here to see the men's rumble. So, it hit it in my pants. Here's my thing. I'm happy that that was our main event. I would have been <laughs> fine if that was the main... If that was, like, even the, the co-main. And, you know, we ended off with the WWE championship as the main event, or even the universal championship as our main event. But I think as we know how that started, how that First ended. That would Can we give some round of applause to that Seth Roman match? Cause that was Fuego. fantastic. Fuego, as we can Amazing. Fuego. Oh my God. Beautiful storytelling at its finest. I'm jumping right into it. Yes. The opening contest was Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. And fantastic. When I heard the shield intro I immediately was like, he went there. Dude. My wife yeah. and I literally turned to each other and went, what a dick. Like, <laughs> it was just his face. That's exactly what I was like. Yes. Ultimate heel move played. I reveal my trap card. Heel move. Shield <laughs> intro. Like, I will tell you this right now. Like, throughout the match, like, Seth did everything that he wanted to do to tell the perfect story. He yeah. hit the singular single man shield bomb through the table. All back to the shield. And it's just a power bomb. Right. It's just a power bomb. It's but true. Like, he hit the power bomb through the table. Going back to the shield doing it. He mm-hmm. did the infamous entrance. He had the theme song. He even had the audacity to laugh and throw the fist out. Like, come on, brother. You come know on. you want to. You come know on, you I'm going to love you. <laughs> Dude, that was so, like, that was just amazing. I was immediately, I loved it. like, that right for me was 
what everything it needed to be. And then the most symbolic moment was after when Roman pulled the trigger like Rollins did them years ago. The infamous mm-hmm. chair shot to the back. And you guys seen how how Rollins fell, right? Yeah. Directly on the it bottom went. rope as Roman did. I love it. Fantastic. If, fantastic storytelling. If anybody was to tell me that that match did not immediately hook them in and say that was the match, even with the ending, how it happened. Also mm-hmm. as well, here's my point on the ending. You think about it. Roman, when he inter- you started doing the guillotine choke, nobody's beaten it. Nobody's broken out of it. Smart. Rollins didn't pass, didn't tap out. Roman got disqualified because he let his emotions get the best of him. So mm-hmm. it, it left both men he strong. Kept saying he won't allow me to let go. Exactly, because Rollins was pulling him by every string. Dude. So he was truly the architect of that match, just like he was the architect of the shield. Like their storytelling was just top notch. Honestly, I'm kind of sad that that opened the show. I mean, I get it long run and like down the line why it did, but like that was fantastic. Amazing. 40 minutes of just pure storytelling. This is my ultimate thing right here. That match, no matter where it was placed on the card, was the match for me because it did yeah. everything it needed to do with the story it was telling. From when <laughs> Seth showed up at Roman's door doing the infamous knock of the shield beat all the way up until the infamous chair shot. It told the story it needed to be. And, and if you say if you say infamous one more time, I might punch you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> regardless but no i i get it it's it made so much sense and it was so beautifully told in wrestling form. like that's the thing when it comes to professional wrestling story with your body in so many ways shape or form and get people hooked and that is exactly what this did and i think i think this story is closed for now it's a little little to be continued down the line because mm-hmm. they always have that open. As long as both of those guys are in the company, that story is always open. And I, I it's it was beautiful for the the chapter to end here. Before, oh my god, and we gotta we gotta move on to to be able to talk about that. Yeah, it was fantastic. We do, and I think if they play it just right, we get the next saga in in Saudi Arabia. I hate to say it that it's gonna be there, but. I think that's where they're going to meet again. I wouldn't mind it there. I would because WWE. I mean, you have to watch it. Yeah, I mean, you have to watch it. Yep. Like yeah. I already, I already don't care for the Saudi shows as is. They're usually trash. I, I never have. Like honestly, I'm surprised Mansoor isn't winning the Universal Title at this point in Saudi. Like I'm, yeah. I, I just I hate. The double standard that the WWE has when it comes to stuff like that. I get that money rules everything, but like there's just there's no need. And the fact that they're still calling it the elimination chamber in a place that you know still does public executions, you know, just you know. WWE stuff. WWE stuff indeed. All right, moving on. The next match on the card was the women's Royal Rumble match where the winner will go on to face whoever they decide to choose at Mania for the title. And we saw the opening two, which was 
Sasha Banks and her Sailor Moon gear, which Mwah, beautiful. Chef, I yes. loved it. I loved everything about it. I changed my pick immediately. It was Sasha Banks. She was going to win everything. Even now, she won the Rumble. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what the results. Only says. one fit beat that fit. I don't Let me guess. The, other the beautiful, the beautiful Queen Zelina. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that they like the gears that the gear that they came out in was it, 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 I was like okay I I can respect that that that's fantastic Ronald the nerds show their face when it's pay per view time I love it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so- I I think uh, another one of my favorite attires from the women's rumble was Cameron who made her return mm-hmm. uh, Cameron of the Funkadactyls uh, dressed like Mal from the Descendants yes. that like as a Disney fan and as a fan of the Descendants like I love that. And I feel like I'm one of like four people in the world who caught that. Like I loved it so much. I had a feeling what it was. I couldn't put my. I just couldn't put the exact touch on it. But now that you say that, and I got the, the only reason why I know is because I, I the Funko. If I didn't have the Funko, I would not have caught that. <laughs> um. So we got a surprise return right off this off the start of the show. Um. Melina returned to start the show with. I Sasha. love her so much. I love her so much. I gotta. I have a picture with Alicia Fox. I have a picture with Melina, and I'm I'm so happy about that. Also, you know how we've, you know, the WWE is talking about opening the Forbidden Door and how they have Mickey James of Impact Wrestling, the Impact Women's Champion, on there. Can we acknowledge the fact that Melina is under contract with the NWA and was a part of the Royal Rumble? Like, yeah, why they nobody like that? Nobody's talking about it because. Again, not very. I don't think a lot of people branch out like how we do. We outsource, you know, to other companies when we, you know, when we dabble in everything. A lot of people are, you know, just like, oh, I'm diehard. WWE WWE or nothing. Yeah, WWE or nothing. AEW or nothing. A lot of people don't, you know, aren't hit to uh, NWA, Impact, Ring of Honor when Ring of Honor was running, or New Japan, or MLW. Lucha Underground when Lucha Underground Ooh, was a thing. Hey, I mean, don't talk at my heart streams talking about Lucha Underground, man. I mean, we can have a whole discussion episode about that. But that's another time <laughs> for later. But that's the thing. Like, we know Melina was part of NWA, signed in under contract with them. But everybody was all is putting more of the attention on Mickey James because she's the Impact Knockouts Women's Champion. She's part of Impact Wrestling. So I get it. And that's also another thing as well. But again, if they're going to be talking about the forbidden door in quotations, I put there, we got to just see more than just one to two people. You know what I mean? It might. I mean, but WWE always oversells, though. They always, they always, they always like treat it like it's going to be like fifteen wrestlers, and it's like two. And here's the thing, too. I noticed this when they were going over the recaps of things. Uh, when they showed Mickey's entrance on their social media, uh, mm-hmm. they not once tagged Impact Wrestling. They said Impact Wrestling, but they didn't tag Impact Wrestling. That has a Facebook page. That has a Twitter. They just said Impact Wrestling. They're not going to make any of that revenue, that streaming revenue or any of that uh, traffic go to them. Why would they do that? It's just, I don't know. WWE, like, baby. It's once once again, here, once again, it's uh, it's a double standards. <laughs> That bother me. Me first, you second, baby. <laughs> now, I will say this. Before we get into the eventual winner of the match, when 
Liv Morgan the came out. Of the Rumble was a little stale. It, it, it was. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. But as we went further into the match, um, when we came to like early in the match when number six happened, Liv Morgan, I'm like, okay, so there's one of your, there's one of your, there's one of your favorites. Two picks mm-hmm. later, out comes Bianca Belair. There's last year's runner. Okay, Working. here she comes. Then you go later in the match, number sixteen, you get Rhea Ripley. Okay, maybe you know. Don't go past my girl Naomi at fourteen like that, man. Come look, on, man. Look, don't go past my girl Naomi like that. I didn't. I wasn't trying to go past her, but here's the thing: <laughs> with obviously the driest dog food. Yeah, the storyline that, story that they're doing with Sonya Deville and yeah. put some respect on that storyline. I'm glad to see Sonya Deville back in the ring. Anything to get her back in the ring, because absolutely, and and it's also putting Naomi back on TV. And like I've said, like I've said, there is nobody built up on the SmackDown side nobody. that is a legitimate contender. This oh. helps. Yeah. It, yes, it does help. Um. So I, I get what you're saying, though. I, I I get it, but it's like I. So it, she's it not a front runner. She's not considered a front runner. You're right. She's not. A, she's not a favorite. She's definitely not at the same behest as Rhea Ripley, you know, and uh, Bianca Belair for sure. Then later down the line, you, we get Lita. She came out at number twenty six. My girl Lita was out there putting in that work. I honestly thought Lita still got it. Still go. got it with I the thought, Lita Kenrana. Still got it. Lita. I thought Lita was going to be the winner because of obviously, you know, her dropping Charlotte. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she maybe, you know, she's, oh, I got one more run in me, a good one. You know, Dude, I, drop I, Charlotte, I, you know, maybe put that idea in the head, like, okay, maybe Lita's going to win it. And then next thing you know, at 28, out comes Ronda Rousey. And next thing you know, I was like, yep, there it is. As soon as that happened, I was like, well, everything that I thought went out the window right there with it's, that, I don't give a damn about my reputation. It's literally at that point. It's like literally everything that you had on like your scorecard just, just throw it away. Just, just get rid of it. I can't even say that to that point because at that point you still had Charlotte still in there. See, she's already a champ. Yeah, yeah, but at least there was some kind of story there. Yeah, like if Charlotte would have won and last eliminated Ronda, hey, there's your Mania main event. Granted, still got it in reverse, mm-hmm. but. You know, there could have been other ways to go about it. Like, it, for me, Ronda wasn't the be-all, end-all at that point. I don't know. But I don't know. As soon as she came walking out there in that all-black and not a kilt, I was like, yeah, everybody's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought, in my opinion, I was either going to get Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, or, you know, Lita. As no Alexa the Bliss let me know what was going to happen. Yeah, there, no, there, was, there was no Alexa Bliss. Yeah, the no. lack of Alexa Bliss let me know what was going down. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, also, can can we touch on how heartbreaking Liv getting eliminated was? Yes. Yeah. It like, hit me like how it hit me when they eliminated Daniel Bryan that one year super early, and I was just like, <laughs> "That's how I felt." That's how I felt about Molina. Like, <laughs> yeah, why they do Molina like that? Like she, she didn't even get to see the third person. Dude, no. I was like, what? You got put up. You literally went over the top rope and bye bye. That was bad. And why was Tamina in that match so goddamn long? <laughs> I say this every year. I say this every year. There are two times a year where we get Tamina: the Royal Rumble and Survivor Series. 
Yeah. We had an extended period this past year because she was a tag champ. But besides that, those are the only two times. It's literally I had I used to have a yearly post where it was like, hi, Tamina, when she would come out and then bye, Tamina, when she would get eliminated in about five minutes. Why was she in that match for almost 20 goddamn just fumbling around? No clue. <laughs> just in case they needed a, a high spot person to leverage off of. They were like, hey, come in, Tamina. Who was she going to help? I don't know. <laughs> there was never a time in my life where I wished more for Natalia to get into the ring to take control of it just so Tamina can get out. Facts. And then, and then Aaliyah didn't even get eliminated by Natalia after that whole goddamn so storyline we got. That was so dumb. Like neither one like of them, Charlotte. neither one of them got touched by each other. Like, uh, yeah. How do you build? <laughs> How do you build a story and then just completely fuck it up at the at at the show? WWE logic. That's how we book, baby. WWE booking, baby. We already know the game. Come on now. And how is Nikki Bella not dating John Cena anymore? She's still so fucking in control of everything. Who knows? She's weird. I'm sorry. I'm having an existential crisis right now. Like, can can we just like? I don't want to do it. I don't want to go down that bridge. I can't do it. I don't want to do it because that will be here for like three hours. I'm not doing it. No. I got to hold And moving on. Huh? <laughs> Let's just move on. Yes, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not firing off that one. Um, yes, the returning Ronda Rousey wins the Women's Royal Rumble. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Where we will probably potentially end up seeing her either go after Becky or Charlotte. But speculations are already saying it's Charlotte. Yeah, I'm thinking Charlotte. I, there's really no reason for her to go after Becky at this point. They've had I mean, no interaction. I mean, unless they try social media. LS. Oh, come on. That's going to be, that's going to be because cool. Becky, Becky's been talking that smoke on social media about Rhonda. She's always talking that smoke though. About I, and I agree. And I agree, but they do have history. Honestly, small part of me kind of wants them to run that uh, triple match back. I don't part of me. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not saying as the main event, like it was the first time. But like, just small part of me wants to see it run back. I don't know. If if you're gonna do it, don't main event it. Let that let that open the show. Just get it out the way. Just just get it over with. Like, please don't put me through that again. It wasn't a bad match the first time. I, I it just happened at midnight. That's the point. <laughs> I don't want to wait five fucking hours for a main event match where, you know, I'm already fatigued from watching hella wrestling. Right. Um, match number three was Becky Lynch against Dewdrop for the Raw Women's Championship, where Becky Lynch retained after hitting a second rope manhandle slam for the victory. I <clears throat> I've have never been this uninterested in Becky Lynch. It's F. <laughs> it's just it's just that. Like I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. There's not so, much to talk about with it. So it wasn't a bad match. But I don't know if you guys notice that Becky does not have the same reaction she had back in August when she came mm-hmm. back. No, mm-hmm. Becky has not had the same reaction that she had since August, since maybe three weeks, three weeks into this big time Bex character. But they are pushing it even harder and even heavier. And I truthfully don't understand what they are waiting for for her to drop the belt 
I don't understand what they're waiting for before they realize that while yes, she makes a ton of merch money, she is not getting the reaction anymore and you can start building new stars. I don't, I don't understand it. WWE to me doesn't want new stars. They want to milk. They, they want to squeeze every single dollar out of whoever they can before they want to go on to the next quote unquote big thing. You know what I mean? It's like, how long can we keep getting, you know, WWE bringing all these people back for cheap pops until it's like, okay, are they just just showing up next year or what? Yeah. Or are we just going to keep seeing the same matches over and over again until you decide to be like, okay, well we need to do something different. Like we got, Becky Bianca twice. We got Becky Liv Morgan twice. I I get it. They should have pulled the trigger at least once during one of those so we get something different. But they wanted to go left field and give us a match not really anybody really wanted. Yeah, I didn't care about that match at all. They tried, but... Like I said, it wasn't a bad match. It just didn't need to happen yeah. you already weren't defending one of the uh the women's world championships you could have easily not defended the other one too at that point i mean you're not yeah you're not defending the smackdown women's title yeah you didn't you really didn't need to defend the raw women's title you weren't defending the united states championship you weren't defending the intercontinental championship and you sure as hell weren't defending your tag titles as well so it's like, I mean, hey, if Charlotte can't defend her belt, then why can't, you know, I shouldn't have to defend my belt. No, it's fine. It's cool. Right. Why should I have to defend my belt while, you know, these guys don't have to or she don't got to? You know, I can have the night off, right? I mean, uh, say la vie. <laughs> Next on the card was Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. And again, now we touch back on what storytelling. Yeah. Congrats Ooh. to the Almighty before we get into the storytelling. Yes. Because, yeah. you know, it's good to see good to see the belt in his hands. But I don't think it needed to go in that stupid loop loophole of a roundabout to get to that. But uh No, but at the <sighs> But the storytelling that went along with the match was cool. For sure, for sure. Like Franklin Roberto Lashley absolutely deserves that. Um like I enjoy them looping back around to Roman. I love that. I love the, the backstabbing because at this point, I didn't think it would happen again. We saw it happen with Brock and big show. I want to say survivor series 2002. Was it two? Okay. And we saw, we saw Heyman do that to Brock. Then I didn't think we'd see it again in our lifetime 20 years later, but here we are. It was, and it was it was so much more tactfully and beautifully done, especially when in this case Roman laid hands on Brock. I'm sorry, Roman laid hands on Heyman rather. Mm-hmm. So like you that sh- period. So it was it was it was different for me. It was definitely unexpected for me, and it's hard for me to admit that that the WWE got one up on they finally, me. They finally surprised me with something for yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, but it was I I enjoyed that match for what it was. Um seeing Brock sell and Brock enjoying a match makes me so happy. He's it, scarier when he's happy. It's right. It <laughs> definitely added flavor to the match. 
Because that's because there was seasoning because Lashley was in a match. <laughs> I broke Danny. You did. You got me on this one. Um, it was definitely a different thing because we all knew that rock matches aren't long matches. They're yeah. anywhere between 60 seconds to five minutes to eight minutes to 10 on the dot. But seeing him actually put, like, again, like what Tommy said, when Brock cares, he it's a different Brock. And he cared with this match because of what happened with it at the end. We got Roman involved. Paul turned on him. He gets beat by Lashley. Lashley got the, the spoiler prediction right from Monday. Now we carry on to the next thing for, Bo- for Brock. And now Bobby is your champion. And the question is now who's going to step up to the almighty moving into Mania? Prediction wise, I'm going to say it's either Seth or mm-hmm. Big E. It's not. It's not going to be Big E. Oh, I know it's not going to be Big E. I just let me be hopeful. Let me yeah, let me be hopeful. I I I, I I I can't. I'm sorry. I want it to be Biggie, but it I 100 in my gut. No, it's not going to be Biggie. Yeah, they've they've yeah. been there, done that with them. They've uh, they've cast them to the side. When we get to the main event, we'll talk more about that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna oh open yeah. That, we're opening that can of worms when we get there. Um, next match was uh Edge and Beth Phoenix taking on Miz and Maurice. Um, again, like I get why they had the match, but again, like I talked about at day one, what does this really do for both men? Maurice is boring in the ring. Let me, so I'm not going to disagree with you. I am going to say I have never seen Maurice use a wrestling move besides a DDT. Until that uh, Hurricane Rana she hit, yeah. which, by the way, she absolutely domed herself on, but yeah, impressive nonetheless. Truth. Um, I, I really wish, good. I really wish Miz and Maurice would have won that match. Beth Phoenix was the highlight of that match. I agree wholeheartedly. She was putting in work. <laughs> it, it was good to see Beth back in the ring because she she can go. Oh yeah, I just want to know how you get hit by a brick. And then still have 10 more minutes to wrestle. Like you got hit by a brick. You know the vibe. Like, let somebody hit me with a brick. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Ooh, I'm taking a coma. I'm, I'm taking a coma. They gotta, they're going to have to send hook if you hit me with a brick. <laughs> you don't even know. Me. <laughs> and then in the main event, uh, the men's rumble after almost rough. five hours rough. of just finally getting there. Brock Lesnar was your 30-man winner, winner of the rumble after eliminating Drew McIntyre. <laughs> where, let's just start it off from the beginning. I'm just looking at this list, yo. Okay, first, first and foremost. Yo, I'm not even going to lie to you. I didn't even know Rich Holland exists. Existed. Uh, <laughs> I was like, who is this So I did I did send that in uh our personal chat. Let me go ahead and read it off. 
Uh, so we had in the men's rumble uh, by order of entry, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura started off at one and two. Austin Theory, Robert Roode, Ridge Holland, Montez Ford, uh, the United States champion, Damian Priest. By the way, Shinsuke Nakamura is the intercontinental champion in case anybody paid attention to the secondary titles. I know WWE doesn't. Um, Sami Zayn at number eight, Johnny Knoxville at number nine, uh, Montez Ford again. I'm sorry, Angelo Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins doesn't even know he is Angelo Hawkins. Angelo Dawkins doesn't even know he is Angelo Dawkins doesn't even know he's the Angelo Dawkins of the Street Profits. Uh, then we had almost at number 11. We had Rick O'Shea, the great Irish warrior, coming in at 12. Ah, the great oh, old Rick O'Shea. Uh, we had one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions and Chad Gable at 13. Dominic, like Mysteri- <laughs> Dominic Mysterio at number 14. Happy Corbin at number 15. Dolph Ziggler at number 16. Sheamus at number 17. Rick Boogs at number 18. Uh, Madcap Moss at 19. Uh, Riddle at 20. Drew McIntyre at 21. Kevin Owens at 22. Rey Mysterio at 23. Kofi Kingston at 24. And I, I we need to talk about Kofi. Uh, number 25. Number 25. The other half of the Raw Tag Team Champions, Otis. Uh, 26, former WWE Champion, Big E. Number 27. Oh boy. Surprise entrant. Bad, Bad Bunny. Uh, number 20. Prize entrant in Shane McMahon for some strange, some strange reason. Shane McMahon. I'm going to touch on yeah, that one. Three times I'm a year. touching on that one. <laughs> uh, number 29, the hometown hero, Randy Orton. And at number 30, surprise entrant, the loser of the uh, WWE championship match earlier that night in Brock Lesnar. Or if you watched last week's episode, not so much a surprise. Because no, definitely not so much of a surprise because I think all of us had called it. We mm-hmm. said it was either. We were going to get either the loser of the universal title match or the loser of the WWE championship match, or we yep. were going to get both either, or we got one of the two. Yep. So let's just start off with the first two, AJ and Nakamura. We are getting wrestle kingdom 10 rematch to start off. We were getting, game. we were getting a WrestleMania 33 rematch. 34. 34. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's all new Orleans, man. We, Whatever. Need, we needed more time. We needed more time with that. I, I agree. Uh, I a little bit. I don't understand how the WWE did it, but I had hopes that Nakamura was going to win the Rumble again. I don't know how. I don't know why. I seeing him at number two gave me hope. Man, Rick Boogs was in there. You should have known since he was getting eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> the cabinet is bare, man. Rick Boogs was out there. Oh man. <laughs> After the first interval, next person to come in was Austin Theory at number three. Um, Austin Theory had a good showing. He did. Yeah. He, yeah. he had a really good showing. Um, I definitely do see him getting a championship in the near future. Not a main championship. I honestly think he might be the one to beat Damian Priest for the United States Championship to give him his first belt. Oh, I honestly thought when you said Day, I thought you were about to say Dana Brooke. <laughs> No. Give him the twenty four seven title. Yeah, I, I mean it's Vince. Yeah, that maybe too. Vince doing. Maybe might give him the twenty four seven belt at that point. I mean it's still Austin around. Theory was in there for a good amount of time too. He was. He was. He was I believe just under thirty minutes or just over thirty minutes. Just under. If my yeah, I think my memory serves me correct. Just under thirty. Uh, going into number four, Robert Rude. 
the um, next the next exciting thing happened with was Montez Ford frog splash. <laughs> oh my god, yo! <laughs> let me tell you, I yeah. thought he crushed Johnny Knoxville's knees, bro. Also, can we talk? Hook. Can we talk about the lariat that yeah. Johnny Knoxville That's ate to the throat mm. from AJ? Yo, he ate that joint. Like his, first off, yo, it his was annoying me. Smash was good to AJ as well. It was stiff. Yeah, but it was it was here though. It was, it I, was I wanted I wanted to see it right at the jaw. I was, I was like, I didn't expect him to hit him with that much like velocity. I thought it was just gonna be like a little. Eh. No, but then AJ hit that rush, and I'm like, slap, slap. Knoxville ain't selling. <laughs> and then that lariat, like Knoxville caught that here. <laughs> and I was about to say, I think that was one thing we all knew. We know how I know how we all know how AJ is. AJ is a master class person when it is professional wrestling. If you yeah. ain't selling, he's gonna make you sell. And mm-hmm. Johnny, this isn't your world, buddy. You're a stunt man. I kudos to you for taking what you did. But... And speaking and speaking of AJ Styles, moments like the Royal Rumble, it it solidifies like why he doesn't need to have a belt. I was talking with um. My boy Devil Trigger about this earlier. It's like there's certain wrestlers that need the belt to elevate them, and then there's certain wrestlers that just have a way of showing how good they are, regardless of the standing they're in in the company. And AJ Styles is one of those, and Seth Rollins is like that too. He's just as good with or without a belt. And AJ, AJ Styles, AJ Seth Ziggler, I think, could Ziggler. be thrown up on that list. Uh, who else? The uh, Big E can be thrown up on that list. Like, there's there's a handful of guys that like don't need a belt to elevate them, but it'd be, it's nice to see them with it. You know. Yeah. I, yeah. I will say this though. I think after the whole Ziggler breaking up with McIntyre thing, Ziggler went on a decline because mm. after. Like to he's me, still, he's still in the middle card. He's just still in the mid card. That's just where he lives. It, it, yeah. I know, like Drew is like, going up. <laughs> like basically, Dolph he's said just, he's the mid card maestro. He's the mid card maestro. He's always going to have presence. Is just always going to be in the mid card. Forget Man Crush Monday. Dolph Ziggler is mid card maestro. Mm-hmm. They definitely feel like they could give that man just a little bit more respect. They I, did. They gave, they gave him two world titles. He's fine. That's it. That's all the respect he needs. <laughs> I don't know. I, um, next after <laughs> Robert Rude, we had again the man Big who, Bob. We had, Big Bobby. I was waiting for Pat McAfee to make the, the reference because he always makes the cult, uh cult, the the popular references. I thought he was gonna say, Does he own a beeper emporium? <laughs> Nobody would have. Nobody would have gotten it. Nobody's gonna think about Hey Arnold in 2022. Also, I hate myself that I knew that. I mean, well, uh, our boy I did. Reference- got a ch- I would have got a chuckle out of it because I w- I would have laughed. Hey Arnold was referenced in uh you know uh AEW promo against John Moxley. It was recently. <laughs> John, can we talk about that real quick? He said he looks like Oscar Kakashka. Not wrong. He's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. If he does the Anthony laugh, Bowen's the star. I'm if just he does the laugh, just messing around in a promo one of these days, I am going to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Bones is not wrong, and he's also a star. And he also wears Air Maxes under his kick pads. Yep. 
That's a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> swinging back, swinging back. Swinging back. Uh, next, number five was the man that CM said, who? Ridge Holland enters the oh, Rumble. Bro, Grayson turns to me. He's like, Dad, who's that guy? I was like, I was going to ask you. Oh, really? <laughs> Hold on, let, me, let me read his trunks real quick. I was sitting here like, oh, it's concentrating. Like, who is that guy? <laughs> the only reason I recognized it was him is because I saw the face mask. Oh, man. That's it. And I'm like, oh, Ricochet broke your face. And that's right. Dude, I was so lost. I was like, yep. Random, random rumble fighter. That's the best way to get remembered. It's like, oh, that person broke your face. (laughs) I mean, it worked for Becky, right? Yeah, look where she's at now. Um, The next... Honestly, out of all going down through all the picks, uh, going into later in the match, number twenty-one, when Drew returned, I didn't think he was going to show back up at least for another month or two. Wait, can we talk about Happy Corbin with the the Rock fit? Wait, what? Did you notice Happy Corbin with the five hundred dollars shirt Rock fit? If you I, guys watch, uh, if you guys out. watch, yeah. see him on a. Uh, uh, during the weeks, during his fire pro, that's that big money wand shirt. Yeah, he had the big money wand, the rock homage shirt that he had on. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. I fell asleep. Yo, <laughs> I fell asleep. Happy Corbin had on uh, homage to the rock five hundred dollars shirt with the big gold circle in the back and like the patterns in the front, and he was douchebag mustache. I'm going to have to go back and see that because I'm going to be honest with you. Not once did I fall asleep during the match. I fell asleep during it three times. I don't blame you because, you know, there was a lot of fodder from, I'd say from about uh, five in excluding Montez Ford and Damian Priest all the way to about, you know, uh, when Riddle came out. It was just fodder. I fell asleep when after Bobby Roode came in. I yeah, that's fell, a lot of fodder in there. I woke up when Montez Ford came in. I fell asleep after Montez Ford hit the ring. The splash? Did you I see the splash? I didn't wake up until after... Um, Knoxville came in, saw everything. Yeah, there it is. Fell back asleep, and I didn't wake up until Drew McIntyre came out. Dang. You didn't miss much in, in between that. You missed... um. I'll tell you what you missed. You missed uh, Chad Gable being just coming up with the plan to toss Omas out. You missed the freaking sacrificing Damian Priest. <laughs> Damian Priest, and you missed the RVD level frog splash from Montez Ford. Uh, you missed Rick Boogs just just doing stupid things to show his strength. <laughs> and then uh, that's it. That's about it. I didn't realize and somebody could be Corbin. that strong. Yeah, he was rolling. It's just crazy, man. Like I've I've always made it through every pay per view that I've ever watched, but this was one I just I physically couldn't. Like my yeah, body but, just told me, like, look, man, you're burnt. Let's, you're let's shut it tap down, out, brother. Tap out. <laughs> exactly. Um. But then, um. Oh, it, oh my God! Can we talk about Kofi Kingston though? Yes, I was say let's let's talk about Kofi Kingston. He tried to save himself, but. <sighs> Oh my goodness! I think I, I think I know exactly what happened there because I, I just watched it back again just to like kind of review where it went wrong, and I think the main part where it went wrong was 
the lack of height he got on the jump, like instead of springboarding, he just kind of like fell to, <laughs> he just kind of fell to the side ramp. It was just like, ah, psh. Like, like I noticed Rods had no a run right over to him and just go, yeah, no dog, you you're, you're out. There was uh, no bounce. I respect him trying to prop his feet up though, to try to like save it. Mm-hmm. After he realized how much his chest hurt. And he was like, Ugh, feet up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that delay moments. Like he hit and it's like, okay, I think, I'm, Oh God. Oh no. Like, oh, this is the rumble. <laughs> I could tell he was intending to land like between knee to hip, but he landed straight from like sternum to neck. Like <laughs> just bad. There's no saving him. There's no saving him. Like, and I think the thing that upsets me most about Kofi is the fact that and, and it didn't even get acknowledged that it happened was almost immediately Big E got tossed. Mm-hmm. Like yo, Randy said something too, and he's like, let's toss his ass out. He was like, let's get him. Because there was supposed to be, uh, from reports that I read earlier, like this afternoon, uh, which if you guys are watching us live or listening to this later on, we do do these episodes live every Sunday on twitch.tv forward slash shut up Danny underscore TTV. Um, So as of recording, I read this this afternoon that there were supposed to be a bunch of spots, including Biggie and Kofi that got scrapped the moment Kofi... uh, decided he wanted to unalive himself mm-hmm. so yeah it was uh it was it was a little heartbreaking seeing that because once again like i said they didn't even acknowledge it on commentary when biggie got tossed uh, i think go ahead finish oh no I'm saying, i i just think that's also kofi uh, kingston's attire anyway so i did catch it but i was stuck on a record was it legend of zelda attack on titan was it Attack on Titan? If you look at if you look at the heels, he had the badges for, uh, you know, like the three houses that you would land yep. in. Okay. But they were unicorn horn, and I couldn't see what the other one on the other side was. I know I, one was unicorn horn. Honestly, I didn't look at his feet at all, besides like <laughs> when they touched. Uh, yeah. I I truthfully thought he was wearing like something Legend of Zelda inspired. So that's yeah. on me. It was it was like the bottom half of like uh you know like how Captain Levi has the brown and the green with the belt buckles and yeah yep. that then showed the 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 shields at the bottom. I was like, ooh, okay, Swifty. Too bad we didn't get to see that because you you know you wanted to uh, go ahead and take yourself <laughs> Try to out. do yourself off, man. <laughs> um, after Kofi Kingston, we we got Otis, Biggie, and then we had the return of Bad oh, boy, Bunny. Bad Bunny. I would not be upset if he did decide to step away from music for a little bit and actually transition to an in-ring wrestler. Yo, Bree said that. She literally said that to me. She was like, yo, Bad Bunny needs to just stop doing music for a little bit and just come be a full-time <laughs> wrestler. I was like, like, I agree. Bad Bunny's great. He sells amazing. He, You could tell he takes it fucking serious. Like, the way he takes the moves and gives them, he takes it serious. You can tell. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. And honestly, I think I think the destroyer he gave the riddle was a lot better than he won, uh, the one he gave to Morrison at Mania last year. Absolutely. Yeah, and Riddle, Riddle fell for it. Oh Riddle my god. Though. Come on, man. I love Riddle. He's great. <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments in the match because yeah. it like I said, I, Bad Bunny out of all the celebrities who have shown up in the WWE, he's the one that actually took it serious. Yeah. Him and Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell took it serious too. Oh yeah, Stephen yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You guys, you guys can't forget Snooky. W. Snooky. 
I watched I watched Danny hate me just now. I watched it happen. If looks could kill, <laughs> looks could kill. Danny would be dead. Facts. Looks could kill. Danny would be dead. Tommy would done hit me with that magic cylinder. Ah, bam! It's back. So you, you gotta wear shades, baby. You gotta protect the eyes. There's no anything Tommy tries to do. There's no protecting. Man, Bad Bunny showed up, and then here comes the money right after him. Here oh comes my, the oh money. Dave McMahon has a contractual agreement to show up three times a year and wrestle. He's going to show up two more times, so get ready for it, my boy. Can we All not? Right. All right. Can no, we not? I'm, 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 I'm getting three, I'm three times a year. I'm telling you. Watch. All right. Look, I am fucking sick and tired of a McMahon no shit, being man. involved in wrestling. Stop it. Let, yo, let the man, let Shane they, come on and show his kicks, man. Let him show his St. Louis Cardinals heat. I noticed that it was it was great though. I I love that. I will I will fully admit I love that. That was a heater, but he's a stinker. I'm, no, no, he's the best in the world. Can we talk about right? how, he's the yo, best in the world? Yo, this tickled me. I had to like rewind it and watch it again, like because he always tickles me when he throws his little jazz and he's trying to sell it. Yo, when my man walked and did the little baby Superman punch and then kept throwing punches, yo, I'll, yo, that took me out, bro. That took me flat. Can we talk out. about how Riddle sir, Riddle went Riddle went <laughs> to his leg and Shane stopped immediately <laughs> yeah bro i he that took me out bro his little jabs his little punching combination is just uh every time i see it i'm just crying i'm just crying it's so funny <laughs> why would you try to punch a former ufc fighter i don't know man that dude was wild i don't and then he leg checked you and that was it for you <laughs> bro I don't, let me get that hamstring real quick Shane McMahon, when he just yo go back and watch it, y'all. Y'all gotta go back and watch the sequence when he's throwing the punches and he walks through with the little Superman punch. It's the funniest thing ever, Russ. It's the littlest baby Superman punch you ever seen in your life. Oh, crying, Danny. I know you love that Shane McMahon, buddy. That could have been somebody else's. Yeah, but it wasn't because there's nobody on the roster. Yeah, it absolutely could have been someone else. It could have been Braun Breaker. I would have rather seen Braun Breaker's ugly butt than him. I'm sorry, did you say that out loud? Yeah, yeah I would have rather seen Braun Breaker and then than Shane McMahon. You have a whole developmental area now, NXT 2.0. Rick Boogs, too. He didn't need to be there. pulled somebody from. Champa, Dunn, Breaker, fucking... Carmelo Hayes. So I would have took Carmelo Hayes over... Yeah, he would have been a star. He would have been a star in a rumble. He would have been a star. Beat him. I beat him. Yes, yeah, you Tommy. Did. Fun fact, ladies and gentlemen, Tommy has beaten Carmelo Hayes in ring action. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Tier yeah. one wrestling, 2018. Uh, IndyCar Mafia versus Casanova, Valentine, and Mr. Grimm. Uh, yeah, beat him. <laughs> Cheap plug. Anyways, again, there's so many other people that I would have rather have seen in the ring than Shane McMahon. Yeah, no, you're right. And Rick like, Booth. That absolutely, absolutely right there just shows me that WWE literally is like, and Rich have anybody. He didn't need to be either. Vince, uh, get my kid. Like, have him go in there. Have him be an enter or something. I don't know. I told you, Shane McMahon has a contractual contractual agreement where he has to appear in ring three times a year. He picks and choose. Watch, I'm telling you, he's gonna, you're gonna. Oh, we know he'll be at Mania. You're gonna see him two more times. So just strap in, buddy. 
I'd rather wait for Riddle versus Shane at Mania. <laughs> I'd rather have Tommy suplex Strap me. I'd rather have Tommy suplex me a hundred times. You don't want that. I don't want that. My back can't handle that. You'll get like a hot three out of me. That, that's fine. Me too, but he won't come out of retirement for me. So <laughs> another side. <laughs> I, I, I think I can find a way to make that happen. Tommy's DMs Ooh. are open and I will be right there. Anyways, um, next after Shane McMahon, we had Randy Orton, the hometown hero. Hometown boy. I, I would have preferred Randy. He didn't I, get a good pop. He didn't get as good of a pop as I thought it was going to be to be the hometown boy. I, I felt like there was a lot louder pops than he than his. I think I think the crowd was just tired. I can agree with that. Fatigue. The, the crowd that was point. tired. They they like, didn't oh, want to. Yeah, Randy, that's cool. We've seen you 15, 15 years straight. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think if he would have came out at number one or two, just so you could hear that from St. Louis, Missouri, that would have got like a a big yeah. pop. Yeah. It, it always gets a it gets the bigger pop when you hear your town announced in entrances. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like they, that would have did Randy a little bit more justice than, you know, he could have got eliminated late earlier in the match, you know, and instead of having him come out at 29, the crowd's almost, it's already on empty, and they're struggling to make it through the end. Um, One thing I did see, I seen this earlier on social media, mm-hmm. and again, for everybody who's listening, yes, this is currently live. Right now on twitch.tv forward slash shut up, uh, shut up Danny underscore TTV. So when you hear the audio recording of this later in the week, uh, on this day with I social media, clearly. I saw six videos of people in the crowd recording the number 38th entrant, like excited, like, come on, WWE, something big, something big. As soon as Brock Lesnar's music hit, I heard everybody just go, really? This is the best you're going to do? <clears throat> no. <clears throat> no. 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 I mean, we knew it was coming. I, I get it, but it's like. I would have been happy if they would have just, you know, like. Left it off with that sweet, sweet storytelling that they had earlier in the day. Yeah, I think that would have been fine. But again, WWE going to WWE. Yep. The women's yep. rumble match had me more excited than the men here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You see I mean, my I, can, Nikki, I can say the same thing Nikki last Ash year. out there doing work. You see my girl Nikki Ash out there? Stop playing. And can we talk about her storytelling in that? When Mighty Molly came out, yeah. she yeah. went right after Molly and she yelled, there could only be one superhero. Mm-hmm. Like, I love my girl Nikki Ash. I loved it. Moments like that are the moments I live for little small little tidbits mm-hmm. of seconds in like thing in shows now. That's it, what I love for. It because it now it leaves that little seed for you have this opportunity for something not right now but down the line that you can hint at later. Even if it doesn't, you know, like grow into anything, just the the education of knowing the storytelling and like that someone's going to be paying attention to the behind the scenes that the underlying shit that has to go with the battle that they're just not looking at the surface fight i love seeing moments like that like it's it just shows from a from a wrestler a performer standpoint like that they really know what the hell's going on oh 100 percent. and like it was uh (laughs) um definitely one of the Literal details that 
doesn't seem significant, but if you pay attention to it, and Big pop. It, it it gets you. And that was something that I absolutely enjoyed um, going back and rewatching it again uh, earlier today um, and hearing it again. And I'm like, wow, that was very. That was really bold because that's a, you know, everybody knew Mighty Molly was the first superhero, female superhero. Then mm-hmm. now you get Nikki A.S.H. And then she flips a coin, goes after Mighty Molly and says there can only be one. And I'm over here like, damn. Okay, I, I can get behind pop. that. Huge pop, Nikki. Well done on you. Great, great wrestling psychology. Just and Jeff's kids. Did anybody else catch in the women's match that they changed the Shayna Baszler's theme song? Uh, yes, yes, I did. And I was very confused when I didn't hear horses. Right. I was like, wait, who the hell is this? And then right when they said Shayna Baszler, and I'm like, why? Why not, man? You know, you're not allowed to have personality when you're under WWE contract. What do you mean, why? You know the vibes? I don't know. It was just. Didn't sit right with me. Just have the bad taste in my mouth. Well, prepare for more of that bad taste. This is WWE, son. Strap in. Well, I will say this, though. I will say this, though. I am so fucking happy I didn't see Grayson Wall. Yes, thank God. Oh my had he would have showed up, logged out. Had he would have shown up, I would have told Ryan, "Go home. Good night. I will see you Monday for work. I'm going to bed." Yeah, I would have logged out of uh, I would have logged out of that shitty app and just been out of there. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about your app. He would have closed the cock. Yeah, that that app is poop. It's funny too because Ryan tells me he's like that dude really like that dude's really under your skin to where like if he comes on screen, you would rather mute the TV. Turn it off because you don't want to see it. It's like, yes, I don't, I don't give a shit. I hope he's one of the next guys that gets released. To be 100% and honest Someone's going to be like, well, he's, someone's going to be like, well, he's doing his job. You hate him. He's a heel. That's what he's supposed to do. No, it's not like I hate him because he's a bad guy like that. I, and I want to see him lose. I just really don't like that guy. Like, I don't like his attire. I don't like his face. I don't like his voice. I just don't want to see him on TV. He's got a bodyguard now. Yeah, he's. Uh, okay. <laughs> Where was Veer Mahan in my rumble? That's all I want. You know what? Good was, point. That would have been a Veer great Mahan time. Like, that would have been a great time. And only for him to get eliminated in like 12 seconds. Yeah. Where was Veer Mahan? Missed opportunity. <laughs> mm. I'm going to touch on that. We are not. Veer Mahan isn't going to show up until sure. WWE is going to make everybody. Like they're going to stop the vignettes. I guarantee I'm 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 I would most likely put money on this that they're gonna stop the vignettes and we're all gonna forget about it and then they're gonna say it and like who? Yeah, that's how it's gonna happen. I'm already saying that's how it's gonna happen. Oh. It's like where the hell is Elias at? You killed off the Elias character and we haven't seen him in so long as well. Don't bring up Elias. It's like. I Don't know bring there's Elias. That there's a there's a, there's still a place in my heart for Elias. I was a true Elias fan. I I, I enjoyed I, my condolences. Thing. I enjoyed him, but it's like then they do this crap, and it's like why? It, it, it makes Elias, no sense. come back, Elias, come back. All right. Well, he'll come back. <laughs> Swerve, Elias and Veer Mahan. <laughs> Hello, I'm Veer. I'm Veer Mahan. 
WWE stands for Walk with Veer. Makes no oh. sense. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> he is in space. He's gone. <laughs> Ooh, that brother Tony. <laughs> pain. Immense pain. <laughs> All right. So obviously we're I don't have any trivia for us this week because it's just a recap show. So 3-0. Three and zero. So that means I get taking a, a victory. I get a gimme win. No, gimme win. So I get a gimme. No. There is no trivia this week, but I will say this: I know when the next time we will have trivia, it will be regarding the elimination chamber. Mm, lovely. So study up on your elimination chamber bo- history, boys. For anybody who else wants to tune in for that sh- when we have that show, tune in for that one because then I will also I'll open that one up to the public as well. Um, to anybody, like I said, we do the show live every Sunday at twitch.tv forward slash shut up Danny underscore. If you do want to chime in on the trivia aspect, be on the show for the trivia, the challenge, Tommy, who is 2 0 in the Marksman trivia, this is your time and opportunity to do so. We are going to be having trivia over the Elimination Chamber. So that will be what we'll be discussing. And if you do win, not only do you get to call yourself the trivia champion for the week, but I, I might throw it. I'm gonna throw. Uh, Tommy will mail your mail his belt to you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're paying shipping. <laughs> yeah, because you know we don't know where everybody's living. But uh, you know, if we uh, once we get some official marksman merch, maybe uh, we'll get we'll get yeah, we'll get you a t-shirt. No t-shirt, only pain. Because I'm never ever giving up. This trivia championship. You hear me? Do you understand me? Do you understand this? This is the marksman trivia championship of the world of the world, and I'm never monster. I'm not the monster here. You are. You interested that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world? Now tell me where the others eat me. (laughs) I tried to be fair to you creatures, but now my patience has reached its end. Tell me. I just tapped out right there. He just tapped out there. He went crazy. You tapped a nerve. For everybody who does not catch what just happened, uh, if you ever quote Shrek to Tommy, greatest movie of all time, he will quote it word for word. So greatest movie of all time. If anybody ever wants to drop a Shrek line in his chat, his uh, channel is twitch.tv forward slash jump boost gaming, or just hit him up on social media as well. Speaking of social media, guys, it is the saddest time, but it is that magic hour as well. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. See Ham, we'll kick it off with you. Where can the people find you on social media? Pushstarmedianetwork.com. Pushstarmedianetwork.com. You guessed it. Pushstarmedianetwork.com. You already know that's where you can find us for all the podcasting and all your content and all your, uh, you know, pop culture needs. If you're looking for me specifically, see him, Mad Good, on all social media. You know, not Chamber the Good, not Chamber the God. See him, Mad Good. Uh, and if you're looking to see me play some video games and do some wrestlings and some catch some mods. That's uh, twitch.tv forward slash push start media network. And then Tommy is well, also as well. We forgot about one as well. Champions must die. That's D Y E, not D I E. We do not want you to unalive yourself as well. Please don't. Uh, what is the, uh, what's the special going on right now with the uh, champions must die for the merch? Tommy, let them know about that promotion. They can get if they link up via your code, my friend. So if you guys visit Champions Must Die, once again, that is D-Y-E, ChampionsMustDie.com. You use code Pokey Tommy, P-O-K, 
Yeah, P-O-K-E-T-O-M-M-Y. You save yourself 10% on your order at championsmustdie.com. And again, that is D-Y-E-D-Y-E. Hey, I like how you did that. (laughs) We don't want you to unalive yourself. We need you around in this world. And then also, well, speaking of that as well, Tommy, where can people find you? Uh, People can find me at twitch.tv forward slash jump boost gaming, where you can watch me play uh, currently i'm playing pokemon legends arceus uh that's been really really fun uh besides that that's where you can catch me playing pokemon trading card game online you can catch me playing uh Oh master duel recently uh and yeah and then on the social medias you can find me at jump boost gaming you can find me on twitter over at pokey tommymon and then you can catch me here every Sunday defending this Marksman Trivia World Championship, <laughs> baby! <laughs> and yes, again, Tommy is 2-0 as the Marksman Trivia Champion as well. Coming for who that will, title. Who will dethrone him? We will find out on the Elimination Nobody. episode when we have trivia that week. Also, as well, guys, for myself, you can find me across. Tell the people how they can find you, Danny. Yes, I was getting there. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash shut up, Danny. Twitter, shut up, shut up, Danny underscore TT. Instagram at shut up, Danny underscore TTV. YouTube channel coming. Facebook page coming and any other form of social media that's out there. You can will be soon coming as well. Also, as well, if you guys haven't seen live right now on Twitch, I finally have emotes. No, you don't. Let me see. Yep, they're right there. Go ahead, see them. Oh, you do. I do, and they're good oh, ones. Oh, shoot, baby mom. I see you, daddy. I see you. Oh, shoot. I got to step it up. You got better emos than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. I'm 1-0 right there, too. Damn, you 0-3. Dang. Dang, I'm losing right now. I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out right now. I got it. Oh, you know what we should do? We should get a see him own score. So every time see him gets owned, we have to pop it up on screen. See <laughs> him mad owned. Mad owned. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for us this week. Episode nine is in the books. We will see you guys again here next week as well. And also as well, guys, with the weather impending this week, please stay safe out there. Um, wherever you're maybe going to be across the Northeast and Northwest and wherever you're going to be as well with the weather as well. Please be careful out there, guys. Stay safe. Don't do nothing stupid. And if you love somebody, tell them you love them. You never know that you might be that shining light in their day. Guys, for C. Ham, for Tommy, we will see you guys here next week. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.